Welcome to the CCF Iowa podcast. This is a season in campus ministry where there's a lot of uh, farewells and, and goodbyes. And so it's actually the perfect time to be going through the, the last chapter of, of an epistle, of, of a letter that was written to a church. And so we're going to be talking um, about 2 Corinthians 13. And this is Paul's um, kind of farewell address uh, to this letter. Now, again, a reminder, the purpose of the, the book of 2 Corinthians was to um, prepare for a trip that Paul was about to take. So this isn't like a farewell, I'm never going to see you again kind of farewell. It's um, let me finish, wrap up this letter in preparation for the time when we're going to be meeting together and, and we're going to be seeing each other face to face, which might be something else to even think about right now as as we can't see very many people face to face. Um but back to the letter. Um, I'm not going to read the whole chapter this time, but um, just kind of focus on the very end of it, that final greeting section from verses 11 through 14, where Paul says, Finally, brothers, goodbye. Aim for perfection. Listen to my appeal. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace be with you. That uh, will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the saints send their greetings. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. So Paul, throughout this whole letter uh, of 2 Corinthians, has, has been kind of focusing on some some certain things. And, and one of the beautiful things that Paul does whenever he writes letters is that um, his intro, his body of the letter, even his uh, close-out greeting final thing that he he says at the end of a letter uh, all contain just kind of the same threads the same kind of focus the same things that he wants the church to to be doing to be thinking about to be enacting and and so there's a lot of keys within even this last couple verses that seem just this general hey goodbye see you later be blessed you know that kind of stuff he, he's got some things that that he really wants to remind them of that that he hopes will really stick with them as they've been reading this letter hearing this letter and so he says to to be of one mind to live in peace the god of love and peace will be with you it's that reminder that that unity is is of great importance that that they are to live in God's love and to have peace with one another because of this. He also reminds them of the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Again, another unifying presence. The Holy Spirit is supposed to be bringing us together in fellowship. And so that's um, the things that Paul closes the letter off. And I think that's really significant because as this whole year we've been going through First and Second Corinthians, there's been a huge plea for unity. Um, to be reminded that even though you maybe have some disagreements, even though you kind of follow different teachers, even though you've got all these status things that, that divide you, societal things that divide you, different ethnicities within the church, different socioeconomic statuses within the church, all these things that could be dividing the point of the church is to be together, to be unified, and that the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and the love of Christ, the love of God, is present in in unity. 
And so that's a big thing that, that Paul is trying to remind the church in Corinth of, that we gotta, we got to stick together because that's what the church, that's what the kingdom of God looks like. People who love each other, who can give up things for one another, who can be at the forefront of kindness, compassion, humanity, um, the good things of humanity. That's what Paul's reminding of. And and actually, I, I didn't read verse 10, um, but, but there's a really cool thing where he says in verse 10, uh, where he says, This is why I write these things when I'm absent, that when I come I may not have to be harsh in my use of authority. The authority the Lord gave me for building you up, not for tearing you down. Um, again, a reminder of context of the, of the letter of 2 Corinthians, that there had been some people that had came to the church in Corinth that were preaching against um, Paul, that were kind of preaching a different message about Christ, and and were really good speakers and really impressive. And and Paul kind of calls them super apostles. Um, he's being a little sarcastic, I think. There, but these people were um, trying to, I, I think, belittle the congregation into following, bully them into into being whatever they thought that the, the church should be and, and not what Paul had outlined for the church to be. And, and the cool thing I think that Paul says here is that his authority that was given by God was for building up, not for tearing down. He was given authority so that he could in, encourage the church, so that he could help them um, come to new heights and, and do more things to be loving and kind and, and compassionate and all those things that uh, I was talking about just a few moments ago. Paul is supposed to build them up to that point, not tear them down and belittle them so that they were bent to his will or what he desired them to be, but to encourage them to be better, to do more. And uh, I, I, th those are the kind of words that I've always taken to heart out of Scripture because I, I view that very much as the way that leaders are supposed to lead, the way the authority is supposed to be expressed within the church, that we are one to encourage and, and assist and support and help, help the church be better, do more. And I think uh, especially when... when around us the world seems so so negative and so harsh and it's difficult for us to know what's going to be happening next and and things can feel really really hopeless the church is supposed to be one that encourages one that builds others up one that brings hope one that shares what the gospel message is that Christ died for us that he defeated death that he lives now on our behalf that he is a mediator in the throne room of God and, and pleads on our behalf and that, that he is our support. And not only that, but the Holy Spirit was sent to, to, be, uh, to be in us and, and among us and, and a supporter for us and, and to help us know how to pray. And, and it's all about support. And so the church should especially be a place that shows that very directly in people's lives, that we support one another, that we are unified, that we love one another, that we help one another to achieve bigger, greater things. And I think as the world is falling apart around us, or at least that's what it seems like and feels like and looks like, that the church can be one that stands up and says, we are in this 
together. We are helping one another. We are making this world better because that's what Christ has called us to do. That's what the Holy Spirit helps us to do. And so my prayer right now, my challenge right now, today, as as maybe we're turning over some new chapters here, the school year is is ending very soon. There are people graduating from high school and college that are looking for that next thing in their life, and they're wondering, how am I supposed to go out into this world when it just seems so hopeless? And I think the kingdom of God, the message of the kingdom of God is that we have hope, is that we have support, we have love, we have things that can help you not only get through this, but but thrive, do better, be better, to to be one who who not only is just surviving, but one who can help others, one who can be a part of a support system for someone else, that there is more that God is calling you to do, that you have a great purpose to fulfill in the kingdom of God. And that you should chase after those things. And that filling your life with those things gives your life meaning and purpose and utility. And God is going to do incredible things. Regardless of the condition of the world. Regardless of what's happening around you. That there is hope. That you can press on. That you can do the next right thing. And that God will be pleased, praised, and supporting you the entire time as, as you move forward. So while things are difficult, while there's so much uncertainty, while we don't know what tomorrow holds, we do know the one who spoke it all into existence that we know that God is still on his throne, that God is still supporting us and wanting the best for us and wanting us to be a part of what makes this world a better place. And so that's something that we can move forward with in confidence, that if our God is for us, who can be against us? Hey, thanks for spending time with us today. If you have any questions about what you heard or any interest in learning more about CCF in Iowa, then please email us at ccf.uiowa at gmail.com and we would love to get you connected.